brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a proud and disgusted podcast. On today's episode of My Darling Vegan, I sit down with Portland's veganizer, Waz Wu, and owner and chef of Red Sauce Pizza, Chardel Deuce. We talk about the important role that restaurants play in the vegan movement, the unsustainability of eating meat, and how vegans can make a change by asking for more plant-based options at their local restaurants. We then talk about the Veganizer's upcoming event this weekend, a pop-up at Red Sauce Pizza that will be hosting a 100% vegan menu with some of the most delicious and creative pizzas I've ever heard of. Want to get started? Let's dig in. Hi, my name is Sarah, and you're listening to My Darling Vegan. Great to have both of you here. I'm here with uh, Waz Wu and Shardell Duas. Duas. Like oh, perfect. Okay. Like Duas. That sounds fancier. So. <laughs> yeah. Can we call it? Can we just go with that? Yeah, let's just go with Duas. <laughs> um, it's great to have you guys here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? You want to go first? Sure. Uh, my name is Waz. Um, I am a graphic designer food blogger, and I also lead the Portland chapter of Veganizers. Can you tell us a little bit about Veganizers? Uh, So we are a plant-based food consulting agency, and the main thing that we do is work with omnivore restaurants to expand the vegan options on their menus. Cool. Cool. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. And that's why you're here, Chardel, right? Because you guys have been working together on something. Yeah. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about maybe your what you do here in Portland and uh, your I work? own Red Sauce Pizza. You um, own it, Northeast Forty Second Avenue. Okay, that's yeah. great. Um, and we have like one vegan pie and one vegan calzone on our menu, and we really wanted to expand that, so we linked up with a professional and that's awesome. to make our vegan menu better. Uh huh. Yeah. So did you just 
con- how did you guys we found each other on instagram which yeah okay seems to be how i i find most uh restaurants and brands to collaborate with both for veganizer and for my blog mm-hmm. um instagram is the way to go <laughs> that's what i've heard <laughs> how do the, the things that you've had on your menu that has been vegan how's that how's that done uh very well okay um, that's good to hear. we have one pie it's called uh, Ritual Arts, and it's named after a tattoo parlor down the street, mm-hmm. and they're a vegan tattoo parlor, Cool. Um, which is why we named it after them, because we love them. And um, we just kind of were like, well, we like this together, we like this together, um, and we get a lot of uh, fresh produce from like a couple of different farms in town, um, Side Yard Farms and Vibrant Valley Farms. Um, we have a vegan calzone, which we call... It was called Detective Olivia Benson, but <laughs> she was upgraded to a captain um, in the show Law & Order SVU. We're huge fans of that, too. So all of our calzones are named after SVU characters. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. We're kind of goofy. <laughs> um, and, so the, and then we have a calzone, and that's pretty much, that's it. Hmm. Cool. So it's a start, but yeah. we feel like, I mean, we are so, we, we do a lot of stuff. Everything's made in-house um i've been i'm i consider myself a baker so we're very proud of our crust mm-hmm. it's kind of like like a ciabatta bread and we just want to make more vegan options for people because we have a lot of vegans that we love in our lives so that's awesome yeah and yeah. And, and i feel like anything worth doing you you want to be proud of it i want the staff to be like this is cool people like it mm-hmm. um and so that's why we wanted to step up our vegan game that's great yeah and it's great to hear that there's a demand for it too. There is, there is. Um, I am learning more about what people like because it's not about what I would think people mm-hmm. would like, you know? So mm-hmm. it's nice to um, get feedback on what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we learned absolutely. that yesterday and we did, a, we did mm-hmm. our first tasting. Yeah, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. You want me to just tell you what's kind of on the menu? Yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear from, um, from both of you. So we're doing a vegan Caesar salad um we're doing a house salad um which th- this is like prime time for vegetables mm-hmm. uh the fall creates a wonderful selection so we're gonna have we've got a an agave tarragon vinaigrette wow and we are gonna do some easter egg radishes some really nice greens uh rainbow carrots toasted pumpkin seeds um we got a couple other surprise things that'll come you know every farm is different we'll have stuff available that week mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like a week and a half out mm-hmm. um but something along that line um we're gonna do breadsticks like a little snack plate olive bowl we pickle a lot of stuff at the pizza shop so um that'll be fun i love pickling beets and um watermelon radishes mm-hmm. um We've got these little little Mexican gherkins that are really cute. I think we've got four or five pies, maybe up to six. I thought of some other stuff. Are you falling asleep yeah. thinking about food? Because I, I do that like, too. Oh, we did learn we're like we made a calzone, and you guys gave me the feedback. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. just calzones. It's like I describe them as like a pizza with a hat. It's like a little pizza pocket. They're thick, and they don't hold up very well unless they're like hot. Mm-hmm. So if you're traveling with that, they were like, oh, that's probably not a good yeah, idea. You gotta and have I totally it right agree. There and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, oh, let's just take that off the menu and focus more on pizzas. And the pizzas were amazing. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, 
so what we did was we tra- we basically was gave me this list of uh, vegan goat cheese, vegan Caesar, vegan ricotta. Um, we tweaked them slightly. You know, everybody has a different mm-hmm. like taste. Oh, this needs more salt. You know, that's always like a. You're tweaking this with your staff. Who yeah, also so is vegan. It, yeah, okay. yeah, and like, oh, it needs more lemon juice or apple mm-hmm. cider vinegar. And mm-hmm. um, so what we did was did spinoffs of pizzas already on our menu. Hmm. Um, a couple of the was really liked the hot Nancy. And the what's ruthless. on the what's on these? <laughs> so the hot Nancy has. I like your names, by the way. <laughs> we have every pizza is named after somebody who helped basically build the restaurant. Oh, that's great. Um, hot Nancy was our electrician. She totally rewired our whole oven. She's a badass. Hmm. Um, that one's gonna have uh, vegan ricotta, red onions. Um, we used follow your heart mozzarella, but we're gonna make our own for the pop up. Um, and then it was finished with we made a hot agave instead of hot honey, which is what we use on the menu. Mm-hmm. And what it is is just agave. Um, we infused with um, apple cider vinegar, some dried chilies, and some chili flake. Wow, that and, sounds amazing. Yeah, they really liked it. Mm-hmm. I was I had it and I really liked it too. Um, not that I'm surprised. But I, was just, <laughs> I made something and I well, like it. <laughs> I was just I just was proud that we could do a spinoff of what's already on our mm-hmm. menu because mm-hmm. for us to add pizzas on our menu, that's going to be really cool to be like, look, you can get this pie mm-hmm. vegan. You Absolutely. don't have to order a whole separate like vegan menu you know what i mean it can be the same thing just a little bit different yeah and that's really the veganizer concept like we want restaurants to be doing what they do but just made vegan and so we start with their menu and we talk about you know what things on here can we change like replacing bacon bits with shiitake mushrooms or swapping out a goat cheese for a house-made cashew tofu goat cheese it's you know we're not trying to reinvent the wheel just get the animals off the plates. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Waz, can you tell us a little bit about the Veganizer? Like maybe some background where it started and how long it's been around? Yeah. Uh, so it was started in New York by a woman named Kiki Adami. And she turned her paleo restaurant vegan. Um, she and her staff sat down and watched a bunch of documentaries together. And then they decided as a team, like, hmm. this is what we're going to do. Um, so that was the first Veganizer project and what year is that that was in i want to say 2015 okay so pretty recently yeah so she's been veganizing other restaurants um through pop-ups and a lot of these restaurants decide to keep the vegan options on their menu um as a vegan special menu that you ask for and um yeah and what about your work in portland when how long have you been doing it Um, I started the Portland chapter uh, at the beginning of this year. So it's very new in Portland. Um, I'm pretty new to Portland. So I've been trying to connect with as many restaurants as possible. Um, And the response has been really great so far. We Mm -hmm. actually have a lot of omnivore followers who come to our events regularly. And (laughs) restaurants that we've worked with often end up supporting our next event. So that's been a really cool thing as well. Have you found that restaurants have kept on to some of those vegan 
menu items held on to them um so we've worked with mf tasty food cart twice and since they are a food cart and the kitchen is smaller it's a little more challenging for them to keep those items on the menu but they have talked about including the vegan options as part of their rotating specials that's cool and i think it really also is just up to the vegan community to go to these places mm -hmm. and let them know we loved this at the pop-up can you add this permanently i agree with you because when you were talking chardelle about having having demand already at red sauce pizza and then realizing this could be a really good partnership because the desires there like it is up to the vegan community to go to omnivore restaurants and order order the vegan food so that restaurants mm -hmm. know yeah. that people are eating that way yeah. people want to find that yeah. stuff they're not going to just go eat at their vegan restaurants they want to yeah. be yeah. able to go to a restaurant that everyone can enjoy right yeah. well in a restaurant as a restaurant owner like if i hear that from the customer like i want to give it to you you know what mm -hmm. i mean um like what's hard for we can't do gluten-free because there's just there's like flour all over me but <laughs> but this we can do and it's something to get excited about, you know, like I love doing new things. It's like we do a new special every week. You know, we can do this pretty easily and people will like it. And it's pretty cool because we do stuff with meat every day. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's you new know? and yeah. Yeah. It's and something uh, also like we've had a couple of the staff that can't eat dairy anymore. And so for them, they, I mean, that's pretty, when you're told by your doctor, whoever, that you can't eat dairy anymore, um, to some people, that's a really devastating thing. You've eaten meat your entire life. So it's pretty cool for them to be like pumped about new stuff coming out. Oh, this tastes very similar mm -hmm. to when it had cheese on it. I'm not missing anything. And it doesn't make me feel sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even some of the stuff, like we made a vegan pesto. This is the second time we made it. And I liked it better. Than Can you tell pesto. me what is in your vegan pesto? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this one we used uh, extra virgin olive oil, nutritional yeast, lemon juice, um, salt, pepper, pepita seeds, mm. um, hmm. uh, fresh good. garlic. And then we use, we, we always combine different greens according to what's available. So we'll use, I really like, and I got this trick from Stacy Givens at the Side Yard Farm, is lovage. It's an herb. It's it's a little bit bitter. Okay. Um, it looks the tops look like celery. Um, you can't quite have it by itself, but when you mix that with arugula, it's this like earthy, bitter kind of like peppery with the arugula, and it's mm. dynamite. It's wow. so good, huh. and it comes out a vibrant green, a green that you can't like. You know when you do like a spinach pesto or basil, you can get that color if you don't blanch the the herb before but yeah. um it's such a beautiful color and it tastes so good is this gonna it. be on one of your pizzas yeah or? i think we're gonna add a pizza with the pesto is what cool. i was kind of cool. <laughs> but we also did it as a side on the vegan breadsticks too so that's great yeah oh, that sounds like good i'm getting hungry so guys <laughs> yeah it was it was good i was very proud of it so well, didn't you say you like the vegan pesto more than the non-vegan one yeah yeah well Why? and it's it's more economical to make when mm. you break down a recipe i mean when you add a all of that Parmesan cheese in there, mm -hmm. like it's really expensive. Mm -hmm. So that was cool to learn too. Yeah, I think it's a myth. A lot of people think that vegan eating is more expensive, but it, and it can be certainly, but oh, it's certainly. also, it also doesn't have to be, which is, yeah. 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 Especially when you live in a place where everything is local or can yeah. be local. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want to talk about restaurants from both of your perspectives. Um, because we talked about that a little bit when we met up 
a couple of weeks right. ago. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but I got the sense that you feel like a lot of the movement starts in restaurants, a lot of the vegan movement and growth. Can you expand on that a little bit and talk about that? Yeah. So our approach to promoting veganism is to look at the big picture. Like we could you know, talk to people and try to get them to go vegan. We could go out there and support lots of vegan businesses, which is something I do on a, a personal level. But if we're really going to change things and shake things up, like we need restaurants to be serving less animal products. Restaurants are the ones doing the most damage. And restaurants, that's where that's, there's an opportunity for, for you to influence people at mm-hmm. a larger scale. I hadn't really given that much thought before we met, but because I I don't tend to eat out a lot, and as a food blogger, I tend to, you know, eat everything that's in, coming out of my kitchen. But I thought more about how how important it is to make vegan options available at omnivore restaurants, not just because then you get a vegan crowd, but you also get people who are omnivores trying things they would never try before. Right. Which is how else are you going to get to do that? Yeah. How else are you going to convince mm-hmm. somebody to try that unless it's on the menu and, you know, they're seeing the next table over eating it or hearing about it or yeah. something? And I guess that's um, my question for you, Shardell, is you've been in restaurants your whole, whole life, you told me. Has that been in Portland mostly? Or are you new uh, to Portland? Yeah, all in Portland. Okay, yeah. that helps then because I am curious to know what what you've seen in the last, I don't know, 10 years or something in terms of growth in the vegan community and demand for that in your restaurants well i'll tell you the last like um so i worked at a pizza shoals for five years okay and uh we started talking and i was like oh we should have a vegan pie on the menu and it was like what that that wouldn't sell (laughs) and so you know we we got a few um um requests for it and so we came up with uh you know marinara sauce um some garlic herbs arugula and extra virgin olive oil and salt and i was always like we could do better than that <laughs> that's, um, like, that's how i yeah. think of it. yeah i mean and it w- it's wonderful pizza shoals is amazing and it looked beautiful and it was cool to have a vegan pie mm-hmm. but um we didn't sell very many mm-hmm. of it uh it's still on the menu but it was just kind of like oh we'll just have it there mm-hmm. um so that we have a vegan option mm-hmm. um but then my next job was working at the meat department right um, we talked about that <laughs> at new seasons how's that um very interesting i mean it's like meat all the time and you see just all this product and how it's stored and how it's it's um it raises some question hmm. um with a lot of things a lot of people one of the things people would always ask you what where does the meat come from and and you would know all this information about it and that was cool to know Uh, the history of the meat that you're selling. Um, But Waz is right. We do, I think as an industry, depend on bacon and fat and beef. And it's cool to get away from that when we have like these farmers growing this Mm -hmm. product for us. Um, I remember last year there was a shortage of bacon, uh, of uh, bellies, pork bellies, Mm. because they're in such high demand. I mean, eventually we're not going to... Uh, meat is not sustainable. I mean, everybody should know that. It's just not. Absolutely. Um, and so we have to find alternatives that we get excited about, just as excited about as meat, and yeah. make that a reality, yeah. I guess, you know. 
That's I I actually got a little chills there because it's so good to hear that from an omnivore chef. And, I love and restaurant owner. <laughs> I was a vegetarian for five years, um, but I love meat. I love cooking it, but I can get just as excited about vegetables because the people that grow our food are working twenty four hours a day to bring us the most beautiful, luscious mm-hmm. product that's just as good as any meat, in my opinion. Well, that's not better. That is a really powerful thing to hear and a powerful statement to say, because I haven't heard many omnivores say anything close to that. (laughs) So I'm I'm impressed. I firmly, firmly believe that. Yeah. And you, if you ever have our house salad, we get so many compliments on it. And that is like one of the most uh, things that I'm most proud of Mm. is our salads. That's amazing. Because we just try to make them beautiful and luscious. And most of them are vegan in general. Mm -hmm. Um, well, besides our Caesar because of the um, the cheese in the Worcestershire. But, um, yeah, I'm just proud of the stuff that we can get and where mm-hmm. we are. I mean, mm-hmm. we have a lot of good vegetables in farmer's market. Mm. Like, we live in yeah. the land of plenty. We do. <laughs> we do. It's a great place to be. Yeah. <laughs> so when Waz approached you about Veganizer, were you already thinking, like, this is something I want to be adding to my menu Oh, we've been thinking about it for a while. I never, um, I didn't really think, I didn't really know that you, like, that that this was a possibility when I first started thinking that we needed, obviously, a better vegan menu. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like Waz said, when I started, like, found each other on Instagram, I was like, oh, this sounds, let's, let's, let's uh, research this a little more. Mm -hmm. And I think you met with my partner first. Patria. Yeah. And then when I met you the second time, I remember I went home and Patria was like, what do you think? And I was like, we're going to do this. This is going to be so cool. We're going to sell at this event. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Have have you, is this typical response you get or have you had? Um, I guess in the beginning I was getting a lot of no's and a lot of people ignoring me Um, and a lot of people making excuses as to why they can't serve vegan food. And I have approached other pizza places, um, but a lot of them are just very insistent on sticking to butter and dairy and Mm -hmm. cheese. I mean, I think it takes a lot of risk for a chef to say, yeah, I'm going to for a night serve vegan cheeses even if i've never made a nut-based cheese before in my life or st- i mean i think you know or step away from butter which is such a for bakers especially they're like oh no i can never cook without butter because <laughs> butter has this taste that <laughs> makes everything perfect um so i think it takes a lot of guts to say okay i'm gonna put my business out here i'm going to i mean had you made nut-based cheeses before Mm-mm. Waz gave you some recipes is that yeah, what you're saying yeah. some recipes very basic stuff um and a lot of it just comes down to using tofu and cashews yeah. and the right kind of oils mm-hmm. and nutritional yeast and knowing how to season properly. I think that's number one. Just taste everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can have a base recipe and someone's going to taste salt more or the acid more or something like that. But um, that's the exciting part is to take, oh, I need a little more mm-hmm. of this, a little mm-hmm. more of that. And um, I don't know. I think that's what makes mm-hmm. cooking fun. Yeah, I mean, it's an art <laughs> Yeah, if you approach it like that. Yeah. Which is, which and is you cool. never know what's going to happen. You know, there's always, like, the whole shortage of of uh, pork belly. You're, you're always going to not be able to get something as a restaurant, and so you have to be able to adapt. Mm-hmm. And so what if one day we couldn't get something that we really relied on? Mm-hmm. You know, um, we, I think that's 
Yeah. That's a valid point, but. So I'd like to um, give you guys a second to talk about when and where this pop-up's happening and what people can expect, how they can attend. Uh, so the pop-up is on Saturday, October 21st from 11.30 to 2.30. In the afternoon? Yes. Okay. And you can reserve your seat uh, by going to Eventbrite and buying the $5 ticket. So that reserves your spot and you have included in that ticket is your choice of a side salad or a breadstick. Okay. And then once they get there, they can see the menu and... Mm -hmm. That's right. And... And, Oh, go ahead. Oh, and we're also in... uh, In addition to the food menu, we're also doing a curated vegan drinks menu because not all alcohol is vegan. That's true. (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, Waz took our menu and then came back with what was vegan and what wasn't. Of the drinks? Yeah, it like blew my mind. (laughs) I knew like the sugar-based sodas and stuff, but... Um, I think it's pretty cool now we can put a V and indicate what is vegan on our menu so people don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. They'll just know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool to have that mm-hmm. information on a menu. Yeah. So are you planning to have keep some of these pies on your menu? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a pretty good feeling we're going to try to keep the hot Nancy, the ruthless, and then um, one with pesto. So there'll be three vegan options. Uh, well, it would be or... four because we already have the oh, ritual right. art. And then we'll add a calzone maybe as well, um, in addition to Captain Olivia Benson. So okay, maybe we'll have, maybe you could pick another Law and Order SVU character. <laughs> <laughs> and how many spots are there for this event? Uh, Forty-five. Okay, so it's pretty limited. And you said go to Eventbrite is and then search veganizer. Or search for veganizer or red, red sauce, sauce pizza. pizza. And where's Red Sauce Pizza? Uh, 4935 Northeast 42nd Avenue. Okay. There is a giant upside down pizza sign. You can't miss it. <laughs> okay. I think I've seen it actually now yes. that you mentioned it. <laughs> and I'm going to be there, hopefully. Cross awesome. my fingers. I have my kids that weekend, but, you know, if they're feeling like some pizza, I yeah. might take the we adventure. And <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes they're hard to take out to eat when you're solo, but. <laughs> yeah. We have board games. They can play that. Okay. They're very little. But we'll, I'm going to try to make it work because <laughs> uh, those pizzas sound incredible. And I'd just like to be part of that and support it. It sounds yeah, really awesome. awesome. Waz, can you tell us what else is coming from the Veganizer? If you have anything scheduled. Uh, so we are working on a couple things for November and December. Nothing is set in stone yet. And of course, you know, with 2018 being just around the corner, we're we're reaching out to restaurants and seeing who wants to work with us for next year. Yeah, that's a good time of year to get people, yeah. you know, everyone's making their resolutions and <laughs> yeah. ready to eat a little more healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really excited. I'm really excited, <laughs> yeah. too. I loved hearing about, um, I, first of all, I love hearing the way you describe food. Yeah. <laughs> you should be a food writer. <laughs> Whenever I'm trying to write about food, I'm like, writer's block (laughs) and then i usually just talk about something else um so first of all that was that sounded amazing all your food (laughs) and it was great to get a more understanding of the veganizer and what it's doing in portland and it's just it's such a good this is such a good town to be in for change yeah to see Mm -hmm. progressive change and i'm speaking specifically i guess in the vegan community because that's what i know the best but i think both of you guys are doing incredible work you with your you know go approaching restaurants and I'm sure getting a lot of rejections and like doing this on your free time. I mean, you don't have a lot of it, I'm sure. And then you taking a, your business and, 
you know, seeing what happens with this, giving and giving the vegans a go for an afternoon. Yeah, I, I think hopefully for both of us, it can encourage maybe other restaurants to try mm-hmm. and maybe they'll try to link up with Waz because mm-hmm. I think it's a really good thing that you guys are doing and it might inspire somebody else to yeah. do some vegan dishes. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? People want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much thank for you. being here. Thanks, Waz. Hey, thank you. Yeah. And thank you for listening to My Darling Vegan. If you are in or near Portland, make sure to get your tickets to Veganizer's Red Sauce Pizza pop-up by going to eventbrite.com and searching for Red Sauce Pizza in the search bar. There are only a handful of tickets left, and after talking with Waz and Chardel, I am certain this is an event you're not going to want to miss. Keep an eye out for all Veganizer events because, as Waz said, it is on the vegan community to make a positive change in our local restaurant scene. And thanks again for listening to My Darling Vegan, a show that aims to make vegan living attainable for everyone. Your support means the world to me. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing in iTunes. And while you're there, please rate and review my show. Thanks again and have a beautiful day. This is a proud and disgusted podcast. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.